Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This football story starts on a Saturday night in a nightclub in Amsterdam. The club is packed with people. They're living their best lives, bouncing around on the beats the DJ plays. The man behind the turntables is handsome, black, and has dyed his hair blonde. He wears a white t-shirt and a silver-colored overall. He's looking fresh, like a proper DJ. I wonder how many people in the club realize that that guy is not just a DJ. It's Jiril Cisse, the man who was banging in goals as a striker for football clubs all over the world not too long ago. He even won the Champions League with Liverpool. This episode of our podcast is dedicated to the incredible story of Jibril Cisse and his wild years at Liverpool FC. It's a story on making a record-breaking transfer to England, buying a manor, suffering horrible injuries, winning the Champions League... Pimping a van with Fat Joe and becoming a DJ. My name is Sam Verraalte and welcome to the Home of Football, a podcast by 433. Let's go. Jibril Cissé was one of the most colorful characters in the world of football during the past two decades. He's always intrigued me. In many ways, Jibril Cissé was ahead of his time in the early 2000s, with his colored hair, fashion, boots and swagger. He became a fan favorite at clubs like Marseille, Panathinaikos and Liverpool. On the pitch, he was a very talented striker, even though his career was scarred by two horrible injuries. Jibril Cissé stopped playing football a couple of years ago, and nowadays he's a DJ named Cheba. I met him when he came to Amsterdam to play some records in a club at a dance event. The morning after, he agreed to meet me in his hotel to record this podcast on his years at Liverpool FC. When we met, Jibril Cissé was looking sharp. He wore a leopard print tracksuit from Supreme. The hair on top of his head was dyed blonde, just like when he played at Liverpool. He ate a Nutella pancake and then he was ready to take a deep dive into his years at Liverpool. Don't stop beat, don't stop, don't stop beat going. Test, test. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can All hear good. you well, man. All good. Switch here. All right, Jibril. So yeah. we're in Amsterdam, Amsterdam yeah. dance event. Yeah. Yesterday evening, you, you played at Club Air, one of the most famous clubs here in Amsterdam. Sold out event, one of the yeah. headlines. What was it like, man? Oh, um, it was a, a big show. 
you know the Afro Bros, they're always doing big, big things and big shows. Yeah, it was fun to be a part of the, the lineup. And yeah, I met some great people, had some fun. And it was a, a great night and another one tonight. And I'm playing for um, Layback Luke. Nice things, man. Yeah, it is. It's a great, great guy. Great honor for me to, to play alongside him. And yeah, I'm really excited. One of your rings, it says, fuck you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's What kind of rings are those? More African kind of. Uh, oh, cool. Style. Which country in Africa? These big ones, they are from Senegal. And this one is to a brown just a Okay, cool. Alright, enough about the amazing rings Jibril Cissé wears on his fingers. Jibril was born in 1981 in the city of Arles in the south of France. He broke through as a striker at Auxerre in the early 2000s. Jibril Cissé became the club's top scorer and was named the best young player in the French league in 2002. He was fast, powerful and one of the most sought after players on the transfer market. Real Madrid wanted to sign him but Jibril thought he wasn't ready for that step yet. So, Gibriel decided to make a transfer to Liverpool in 2004. He was 22 years old. And in England, he soon bought a manor, a small castle. Oh, the summer I was, um, before I went to Liverpool, I was, I think I was at my, at my prime. I was, you know, fast, confident, effective in front of the goals. Yeah, I, w I was selected for the, the World Cup. So I was, I was on, uh, on top of the world, to be honest. And uh, And I was um, really happy and really uh, uh, confident to, uh, for this move. So you moved there, you moved to Liverpool, totally different environment, right? Scousers. You know, how did you like the culture when you arrived there? When I arrived, you know, I was, um, it was a little different kind of life for me because, you know, the language, the driving side of the road, the food. Everything was was different. The the intensity of the training, you know, everything was another world and another step ahead from you know what I was uh, uh, normally doing in in Auxerre. I want to talk a little bit about your living situation because you bought a, a manor, right? Yeah, I bought I bought um, a manor, and uh, I was the lord of the manor. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's cool. It's another title. It's awesome, right? Yeah, it's are, cool. Are you still lord of the manor? Uh, well, no, because uh, my kids. Uh, My kid and my ex-wife, you know, have the house now. But right. uh, but I think the title is still mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can <laughs> still have it. <laughs> still Lord of the Manor, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And what's a manor like? I've never lived in a manor. What? Uh, it's, it's, it looked like uh, a mini castle. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a space. A space and, uh, and a big land. And uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's green. Yeah, a lot of uh, land. Yeah, a lot of land, right? Because mm. uh, there were also hunters who wanted to hunt on your land, right? Yeah. And, uh, And yeah, no, they used to hunt with the, the ex-owner. Well, so he sold the house. So they came to my house to ask me if, I, if they still, uh, if it's still possible for, for them to come and hunt on, on the Sunday or whatever. And I said straight away, no, because first of all, I have kids. And, you know, I, I'm not a fan of uh, killing animals. So I said, no, I don't think they were really happy with it. But, you know, I don't care. It's my property, so... Nothing to do with that. Interesting. And the tabloids blew that up immediately, right? Yeah, that was good. That, that was good. You know, it showed a good side of me. So people were happy. I had a lot of uh, messages at the time saying, uh, yeah, it's good what you've done. But, you know, first, of all, I, I didn't really um, made it, you know, to look good in front of people. It's just that, you know, I'm not a fan of uh, killing anyone or killing animals. Yeah. So I said no. Like you're dressed very cool now, but you were <laughs> dressing very cool back then as well. I think the Jibril from then 
could be cool now as well, right? Yeah, with, uh, yeah I think so. I think so. <laughs> with your dyed hair yeah. and uh, and your fashion. I think you were a little bit ahead of your time, maybe, because football players weren't really dressing that way, right? Yeah, at the time I was like, um, I, I remember my friends like saying, you're like an alien. You know, you don't, you don't belong to, 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 to Earth. You need to, you know, your dressing sense is, is not normal. But, you know, it was me. It was what I like to do and the same today. But now football, the footballers are more into fashion and more into like hairdress, hairstyle and tattoos and stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I, I did that a long time ago. On the pitch, Gibril started out great at Liverpool. He scored in his first Premier League game against Tottenham. And he scored in his first game in the Champions League as well, against AS Monaco. Gibril was on fire. Things started out great for Jabril, but within a couple of months, his world was turned upside down. Liverpool played an away game at Blackburn Rovers in the beginning of the season. Jabril Cissé had a place in the starting lineup, but in the 38th minute, he received the ball on the right side of the pitch and started to dribble. The left back of Blackburn Rovers tried to stop him, but in a very unfortunate series of events, Jibril's left leg got entangled between the defender's legs while they were sprinting at full speed. Jibril's left leg broke like a twig. Jibril was screaming in agony and carried off the pitch on a stretcher. I'm sorry I have to ask, but no, <laughs> how, how do you look back at, at what happened there? Oh, I think um, that was starting really well, the season. Starting to, to find my, uh, uh, my habits on the pitch and, you know, with the start to links with the the other players then the the injury uh, happened you know it was it wasn't a, a big challenge or a nasty challenge it was uh, i think bad luck you get injured on the pitch and then you're carried off the field in a, on a stretcher right what what went through your mind at that point wow. uh, a lot of things first of all you ask yourself if you're going to play again uh, am i going to be able to play again am i going to find the same level as i was then yeah a lot of things but First, like the first thing it's you know you're scared for your for your career hmm. yeah i also read somewhere that if you weren't treated right in that first few moments that there was even a possibility that you know you you lost your leg is yeah. that right yeah 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 because the when my bone uh, breaks it you know it went on on top of the shin the bone yeah and um the blood circulation you know wasn't in my uh, uh, right foot So um, I I seen the the doctor Doctor Waller at the time, uh, you know he was like checking my legs and doing all the the first checking you have to do. You know he saw that my foot didn't react when he was touching it or something, and he said to me, yeah, "Jib, I think um, I have to do something. I'm gonna I have to pull your leg and reduce uh, the fracture." That's how we said. And yeah, well I said I said yes. After a while, he, he explained to me why uh, he's done that, and um, and yeah, I said thanks to him. Because um, I wouldn't be here today if not. It's crazy, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah, and literally uh, with his hands. He yeah, he just pulled my leg and put it back. And uh, it's like I think he said to me between forty-five minutes to an hour uh, with no blood. Uh, yeah, you need to to amputate. Crazy. 
But you were also thinking about a vacation at that point, right? Yeah, I was on, um, I think I was on, not drugs, but like morphine or something. And I kept saying to the doc, I'm going to Ibiza on holidays and I'm, I'm going to come back playing. And he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. But, you know, he knew it was the, the medicine talk. But um, I, w- I, wasn't, I wasn't wrong. I came back, but I, I didn't go to Ibiza. Jibril underwent surgery. Then he started to work on his comeback. He went off the grid for a while. It, it's, it's hard. It's hard, but, you know, after the... Um, when you know that the operation went well and then you can start re- the rehab and start the process of coming back, uh, you feel better. You know, you feel better in your head. Even if some days you don't progress as much as uh, some days. You know, the first months, you go, like, really quick. So you you can see really quick progress. Um, progress. And, you know, for two, three, four weeks, you're not going to see any any improvement and you're going to... But it's 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 normal. It's the normal procedure. Then at the end, you know, you go you go fast, and you know, you feel the pitch coming to you, and and it's 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 easier. It's crazy, right? Because at that point, it was like maybe your leg yeah. or your foot had to be amputated. Mm. Then it was the question, like maybe you're out for an entire year, yeah. maybe never playing football at that level again, mm. and then in like six months, you you return to playing <laughs> football. It was crazy. crazy, right? Yeah, no, it was from yeah from. Uh, amputated to yeah maybe you know lose my contract in Liverpool and go back to France and play in the lower league yeah then six months uh, later after really really good work from the the medical staff and uh, all my medical uh, in France yeah we came back came back uh, at Juventus yeah qualifying all the way Liverpool was struggling in the Premier League that season, never winning more than three games in a row. But in the Champions League, magical things started to happen. The club had reached the quarterfinals when Jurel managed to make his miraculous return in the squad. The opponent was Juventus, and that Juventus team was insane. I was 100% sure that, um, that I would play again during the season. And, uh, and yeah, my first game, it's uh, against Juventus. That, that was something, yeah. Zlatan, uh, Trezeguet, Nedved, Churam, Cannavaro, Buffon. Yeah, it, 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 it was complicated. But uh, but really good moment, great moment. What do you mean uh, by complicated? Uh, you know, there's a lo- lot of things coming through your head. Uh, I was training, I think, two or three weeks with the team. I can see that, you know, the, my teammates, you know, didn't really put too, much con- too many contacts on me. And I supposed to play against... Lilian Churam and Cannavaro that clearly they're not gonna you know be nice with me and, and they don't care if I come back from injury or not which is normal and uh, yeah so I was in my head I was ready but you know sometimes what's coming through and what you think and what's the reality there's some difference and I was ready to 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 come on, to come on but um a uh, little, bit, little bit stressed. <laughs> the first challenge, I think it was the key. It was like, rather you go back to the to the injury room or, or, or you're fine. And thank God I was fine. And that was a, a good challenge with uh, Cannavaro. And, uh, and yeah, that was the the start of the of the new uh, Gibraltar. 
In the semi-finals of the Champions League, Liverpool managed to knock out an insane Chelsea team with players like DJ Drogba, Arjen Robben, Claude Makalele, John Terry and Frank Lampard. Gibril came on as a substitute in both games. Then it was on to the final in Istanbul, where Liverpool would face another powerhouse for what would become maybe the most legendary final in the history of the Champions League. Liverpool faced Carlo Ancelotti's AC Milan with players like Andrei Shevchenko, Kaká, Clarence Seedorf and Paolo Maldini. I could name their whole squad, basically all legendary players. Gibril didn't have a place in the starting 11 yet. Manager Rafa Benitez was still careful with him. The atmosphere in the stadium was insane because of the Liverpool fans. But Liverpool was not off to a good start. Maldini scored in the very first minute of the final. Free kick which Andrea Pirlo will take. And it's full in and it's in. A goal in 50 seconds from the line. Hernan Crespo added another two goals in the first half. Two razor sharp counters by AC Milan. Here's Hernan Crespo, 2 0. Look at that from Kaka. And what a pass, too, for Crespo. And what a goal that is. Oh. What a goal that is. Hernan Crespo again from the sublime pass by Kaka. And Milan now playing football out of this world. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Liverpool was absolutely humiliated when the referee blew the whistle for halftime. Gibril clearly remembers what happened in the Liverpool dressing room then. In the dressing room, it was, it was strange because, you know, we were 3-0 down, but it wasn't like a chaos. It wasn't like every, everybody head down and, and, you know, really disappointed. You know, it, we, were, we knew that, you know, it's going to be a, a difficult task to do, but that it wasn't impossible. Even if, you know, it was 3-0 down against AC Milan. I don't want to say that, you know, I knew, but, you know, something was in the air and, and maybe a, a comeback at least like a 3-1 or 3-2. But I, I think nobody expected us to, to come back. No, exactly. What was said? You know, Rafa did his, uh, his speech. He was really calm, really convinced that, uh, you know, we can do something if we, if we score early in the first 15 or first 20. Then Steven Gerrard talked to us a little bit. You know, he said uh, he's, a, he's a kid from Liverpool. Uh, he grew up, you know, seeing all the captains, you know, lifting trophies. And, and uh, it would have been nice for him to, to, be, to do the same. And yeah, it was a really powerful and, uh, and it was a, a nice moment. And I think that was the, the key moment. And he boosted us, really. They went back out onto the pitch and then, in the 54th minute, magic started to happen. First, Steven Gerrard headed the ball in. It was Gerrard! Hello! Hello! Here we go! 
Two minutes later, Vladimir Smitscher shot at goal. Hit by Smitscher. It's in! It's in! Vladimir Smitscher! And then, in the 60th minute, Liverpool was given a penalty after Gennaro Gattuso committed a foul in a duel with Steven Gerrard. Xabi Alonso stepped up to take the penalty. Within 10 minutes, Liverpool had managed to turn things back around. An absolute football miracle. Gibril Cissé was brought on in the 85th minute, replacing Milan Barros. Oh, when, when the third one you know, happened, I was like, let me in, because I'm going to score the fourth one and, and do, you know, and do the difference. I came in, and, but yeah, no, it, it was a difficult game to, um, to play, even, you know. Uh, I was full of energy, full of uh, of stamina and everything, but it was really difficult to come to come from the bench into the the intensity of the game. And then it's time for the penalties. What was the process then? Did did Rafa ask you to take one, or did you say I want to no, take? I, I was ready to go, but I knew that uh, he's gonna put me. He's gonna put me anyway because I always wanted to, you know, ready to take a pen. So I wasn't really surprised that I was on the list. If he didn't put me on the, I would, I would go and ask anyway. Serginho with the first penalty from Milan. Oh, oh! Not even close. Armand to give Liverpool the advantage. Oh, that'll do. That'll do nicely. It's Pirlo. He's done it. Terrific stop. You are the fourth one to, to take a penalty, I think. Two from two for Milan yeah. and yeah, second yeah. from us. Exactly. So, what was it like when you? It's your time to take that penalty. What I remember, it I was really calm, really you know relaxed, and uh, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, like four months ago you were barely walking, and now you are in front of sixty, seventy thousand people trying to give the advantage uh, of your team for the, the the Champions League final. So I was like. Yeah, no stress, no stress, no pressure. Just do what you have to do. And, you know, if you miss, you miss. They missed twice before me, so it released a little bit some, uh, some of the pressure. And, uh, yeah, easy. Gibril Cissé, 2-0. Gibril scores his penalty. He shoots it in the lower right corner. Dida dives the other way. Then, John Dal Thomason scores a penalty for AC Milan. John Arne Riesen misses for Liverpool. Kaká scores for AC Milan. And Smicher scores for Liverpool. Then it all comes down to Andrei Shevchenko, the superstar from Ukraine. Liverpool goalkeeper Jerzy Dudek performs his famous Dudek dance. Shevchenko shoots down the middle. Dudek dives to his right, but he manages to stretch back his left arm just enough. Shevchenko misses. Oh, explosion. You know, we ran everywhere. We went to to see the fans because they, they, they played a, a major role in the, in this final. The way they supported us, even in the halftime. And when we came back on the pitch, it was like, uh, uh, it's, it's, it was like we are, we were winning 3-0. And, um, and we're like, yeah, even for them, you know, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't give up now. Mm-hmm. There's a famous picture from you celebrating with the fans and you're only in your underwear, right? <laughs> what happened there? Well, I, I gave everything, you know, on the, uh, I was so, you know, hyped. I was like giving everything to everybody. I think even my boots. <laughs> and yeah, the, the only thing I could have kept it was my, 
my under my underwear. So that's that's why I end up in the like this year. It's it's crazy. <laughs> so that's it's such a good story, right? That you mm. had such an injury that that season, and then you you yeah. come back earlier than expected. You play your games, and then you 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 uh, score that penalty, and you win the Champions League. It's uh, it's, a, it's just a great story. Yeah, it's a, it's a great story, and it showed that you know when you have a when you want to do something and you put everything um, into your work and into your your passion you know things things happened you also said you know that may- maybe it was written that liverpool would win the champions league that season like mm-hmm. there was something mystical about that team uh, yeah. what what do you mean yeah. by that it's not like we had the best player in the in the in the world at the time but we were like uh willing to i don't want to say to die one for the other because it's it's a it's it's you know a lot to say that but it's we we are really a, a warrior team the heart we had that's what made the difference we had a big heart and um you know we liked to work one for each other and to fight one for each other that's that was the difference between us and the other team we had talent we had good players but not like you know not like milan or like juventus or chelsea in terms of quality maybe one or two you know like stevie and alonso uh, maybe we're above above us, but the rest of us, we are all warriors and you know ready to fight and ready to to run. Gibril got married that summer after winning the Champions League. It was a big party with a lot of high-profile football players there as well. Gibril wore white shoes, a red suit with a red necktie and a red hat. He looked wild. He made headlines once again in the British tabloids. Liverpool fans loved it, but. The red suit was not a reference to the club. It wasn't for Liverpool. I always said the day I get married, I was I would get married in in red. So it happened that I was playing for Liverpool at the time. So yeah, it's, why uh, did you want to marry in red? I don't know. It was uh, it was uh, in my head. So lucky I, I wasn't playing for Everton. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That would be a a, play, a problem. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's I don't know why, but uh, I always said. Um, I'm gonna be in red. A couple of months later, Liverpool traveled to Monaco to play against TSK Moscow for the UEFA Super Cup. Gibril didn't have a place in the starting lineup, and he was not happy. My family came, and I was on the bench, so um, I was really, 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 really hungry, <laughs> really, uh, and ready to um, to show to the boss that he, you know, he made a mistake to put me on the bench. Then um, I came back on, I, equal, I equalized, then I scored again and I assist to, um, to Luis Garcia. So yeah, it was a good, a good game for me, really man good of, game. Man of the match, right? Yeah, man of the match and, uh, and one more trophy in the bag. This guy's a trendsetter, maverick. This guy's a diehard football player, legend on the pitch. Yeah. I set a challenge for MTV and Fadjo yeah, to see if they can beat my ride. Jip, we're going to give you the latest in personalized massage technology. We're going to put in a massage chair, which is customized to his body. Jip's a world-class footballer and got to take care of himself. So I've got him the ultimate for his million-dollar body. It's a full body massage system in the chair. And Jip's going to be here any minute. Let's get it clean. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's like a living room here. Thanks, MTV, for paving my way. 
So another thing that happened then, I think it was in your second season at Liverpool. Bit my right, yeah. did an international uh, season. You were on there as well. How, how yeah. the hell did that happen? Uh, my friend Dan used to work for MTV. He wanted to challenge me that MTV base can make a better car than mine. So I was like, okay, let's let's do it. So uh, we went to buy a van, and they they pimped it for me, and it's uh, the result was crazy. What kind of van was it? Was the the A team van? Yeah, exactly the same, and they they pimped it. It, it, it took, the result is cool. What did they do with the van? Ah, uh, they oh, they put a massage chair, um, like a massive TV, uh, some DJ, yeah, some DJ, <laughs> and in the back of the car. Uh, like a massive TV to play uh, to play um, PlayStation or Xbox at the time I don't remember PlayStation Fat Joe was hosting it right? yeah Fat Joe was hosting uh, really good guy great guy came to my and I think he felt he felt really home he, he was like you know in my house playing video games and playing pool and stuff and he, he, he felt great That's cool. Mm-hmm. Still have contact with him, or is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're still we're still talking. That's cool. Getting connections like that. Yeah, yeah. It's you know I think be- because of football, I made I met a lot of people and a lot of good people. And yeah, it's it's a good way to to connect and to st- and it's important to stay in touch. That season, Boudewijn Zenden signed for Liverpool. Zenden was a winger who previously played for clubs like Barcelona and Chelsea. At Liverpool, he became friends with Jibril. And he remembers when he had to give Jibril a present at Christmas for Secret Santa. He's such a, a nice, open, uh, friendly guy. Uh, it, it, it was hard not to like him. Well, we had something uh, funny where in, in, in Liverpool, what we did is... Um, During Christmas time, we did the Secret Santa, which basically meant that the players and the staff, we had to do some kind of um, a lottery or raffle where you pick a piece of paper which has, which holds the name of one of the colleagues and you have to buy them a present. But it's a Secret Santa, so you have to stay quiet. Uh, don't tell anybody who's the one you've picked. And then you have to come up with something funny. You could even write a little poem to them or... It has to be something that goes with the character or uh, something funny that, that happened during the season. I actually, by coincidence, my number, my name that I took from the hi-hat was uh, Gibrils. And um, for me, it was rather easy because obviously I, I knew him quite a bit. He loved cars and he also tuned his cars. I remember back then he had a car. It had a graffiti on the, on the bonnet, picture of his daughter. So uh, I bought him a, a, a toy Hummer. I got that car, took it out with uh, great care out of the box. And then um, I, I alternated the car myself a bit. So what I did is I put some flames on the side uh, and I also put a, a picture of uh, Jibril on the bonnet. So I did all of that and then uh, pushed, uh, shoved it uh, back into the box and then wrapped it up. And uh, and that was um, that was his uh, secret Santa gift. Well, I guess that uh, I really en- enjoyed that one because uh, I have to admit, I was quite proud of myself. On the pitch, Jibril mostly played as a winger in his second season at Liverpool. But he preferred to play as a striker, so he wasn't totally satisfied. At the end of the season, Liverpool played the FA Cup final against West Ham United. Jibril scored another important goal for Liverpool in a final, in a game that would end in a 3-3 draw. Liverpool would win the cup after penalties. It was the third trophy Jibril won in two years at Liverpool. But 
He wasn't happy with the fact that he was mostly used as a winger. And Rafa Benitez was looking for new strikers. Rumors started to circulate that Jibril might be sold. Olympique Marseille wanted to sign him. And Jibril was a fan of that club ever since he was a kid. At the end of the season, Jibril was selected for the national team of France for the 2006 World Cup in Germany. Two days before the tournament started, France played a friendly game against China. Jibril had a place in the starting eleven with players like Thierry Henry, Zinedine Zidane and Lilian Thuram. In the ninth minute of the game, Jibril received the ball on the right flank of the pitch. He started to dribble. And just like two years earlier, in a series of very unfortunate events, one of his legs broke in a duel with the left back. Only this time it was his right leg. Jibril was screaming in agony again and carried off the pitch on a stretcher. It was a hard one to take because it was just before the World Cup. Mm. So the day before. So yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was hard to take. Do you ever think, what if, you know, those two horrible injuries didn't happen? I don't want to say this to myself because, you know, it's, it's an endless situation. You know, you're never going to stop thinking that, yeah, maybe I would have scored this. Maybe I wouldn't do that. Maybe, you know, look, it didn't happen, so... But there's no point thinking like this. So, did you know already when that injury happened that you would go to Marseille, or was I w- it? yeah, I was already talking to them because uh, Rafa already told me that uh, he wanted um, some fresh blood. So I was ready. Yeah, already was talking to Marseille. It shows character from the club, right? That they even wanted to sign you after the injury. Exactly. Uh, they really wanted me, even uh, even injured, and um, I was really happy and really. Uh, surprise I don't want to say surprise because you know they, they people uh, when they say something they you know they keep they keep their word hmm. but I was like yeah they they are good good guys and I need to to give back what they're giving me yeah hmm. alright so then it's time for you to leave Liverpool yeah you go to Marseille yeah. you, you pack your things uh, how, what was it like to say goodbye to the club uh, at the time I was uh, I was thinking that it was only a, a see you later Mm. And not uh, a goodbye. Then I signed to Marseille. Uh, things went well. First year was alone. Uh, at the same time, Liverpool were doing really well, so they didn't really uh, need me to come back. So uh, yeah, I signed. I signed uh, on the permanent in Marseille. So then your your time at Liverpool ends. And what kind of feelings did you have about you know leaving the club? I was sad. I was sad because uh, we had a lot of good moments, uh, some titles, a lot of titles in for um, a year and a half. And, you know, I felt like unfinished business, you know, because I knew, I knew I could do a lot more and it's only because of the the injuries, but, you know, it happens. And Rafa had different plans, so uh, you need to respect that and, um, and to move on. Gibril had a couple of good seasons at Marseille. Then he played for clubs like Sunderland, Panathinaikos in Greece, where he became a legend, Lazio Roma, Queen's Park Rangers, Al Girafa in Qatar, Kuban Krasnodar in Russia, Bastia in France, Saint Pierroise en Reunion, an island in the Indian Ocean, and Yverdon in Switzerland, where he scored a bunch of goals. And then, in 2018, when he was 37 years old, Gibril Cissé decided to retire from professional football. When it's your time and when you have no options, you know, you have to. You have to accept and to um, to say to yourself, yeah, it's finished. Mm, and, right. yeah. But you have a good life now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's, uh, it's okay. Yeah, everything is good. You know, I'm 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 a pundit now in uh, 
in Lekip TV. I'm DJing, I've got kids, they're in good health. Everything is okay. You do shows as well, like, like the Masked Singer in France? Yeah, I did the Masked Singer and the Dance Like Les Stars too. So uh, yeah, I'm doing um, some, some pieces on, on TV sometimes. But uh, it's, it's all fun and, um, and I enjoy everything. Still having fun? Yeah, always. Always fun. Alien Jurel CC. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Thank you. After our interview, Jibril headed back to the city, on his way to his next gig as DJ Cheba. Jibril doesn't do what-ifs. He doesn't wonder what his career could have been like if he didn't suffer those two horrible injuries during his time at Liverpool. There's only one way to go for Jibril. Forward. Even if you break your legs a couple of times along the way, you can only go forward. Jibril Cissé always did whatever he wanted, whether it was buying a manor, pimping a ride with Fat Joe or becoming a DJ. He was a fan favorite wherever he went as a football player. And now he's still entertaining crowds all over the world as DJ Cheba. This was the story of Jibril Cissé and his years at Liverpool FC. Follow this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. My name is Sam van Raalte. Thank you for listening and on to the next story in the home of football. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 